We begin today the Gemara on Davchof Aleph, Amad Aleph, four lines from the top of the Amad. The Gemara here brings a simen, simen cheresh chovash zman, which is a combination of letters that have the names of the Amiroim that are going to come here in the Gemara. Now this Gemara is actually in the middle of an Indian, which started before on Davchof Amad Beis, over there there was also a simen in the middle of the Amad, Eved, Baiz, Chatzam, Baiz, Eved, Kreidim. So the last point that we learned here, the Gemara is speaking about a person that's makdish or stay achuza in Eretz Yisrael. What happens? The question was, could he redeem it uh, halfway? Or could he borrow loive or v'goyel v'goyel achatzoin? So the Gemara brought a brayse that says that there's a pasik that's marbe clearly that you can. There's a double lashon in the pasik goel yigal that says you can redeem it halfway. But the Gemara explained, the Braise explained that without this Pasik, then I would compare Makdish Teachuza to a person that sells a bias in a Irachoyma, sells a house in a city that has a wall around it. What's the Allah with such a house that has a wall around it? You cannot redeem it halfway. And I would compare Makdish Teachuza to this uh, house that's sold in this city. So therefore, I have a special Pasik to say that no, Gol Yigal, it could be redeemed halfway. That's the Braise that the Gemara brought before. So now on this, the Gemara is going to bring a question. This comparison that you're saying, we would learn out a person that's a person that's maktish, as deachuza, from a house and a irchayma that's old. That just like there it can't be redeemed half. So too when you're maktish as deachuza, you can't redeem it from hektish halfway. Why should we compare that? I see when it comes to a house that's in a irchayma. I see that the Torah takes away the Koyach, that you can't redeem it forever. You have one year to redeem it. So maybe because we see this point that you can't redeem it forever, so you also can't redeem it halfway. But on the other hand, when it comes to being Makdish, a property, like this you're able to redeem any time. So maybe over here, you would also could redeem it halfway. So why do I need a special postic to teach this to me? Why would I compare Bechlal, Makdish Teachuza, to selling a house in Yerchayma? The answer is because I could compare Makdish Teachuza to Meichas Teachuza, when you sell a Teachuza. That now this comparison, this din that we want to learn out from Bayes Yerchayma, and we just explained how you can't. But I could then bring in over here also selling as Deachuza. And then I would learn out Makdus Deachuza from selling as Deachuza. Now, when you sell as Deachuza, the Pasik there clearly says that you also can't redeem it halfway. And I would say as follows Tesebim Atzad, we learned this out with Atzad Ashav. And the Gemara will explain what the Atzad Ashav is. You're telling me you can't compare being Makdus Deachuza. To selling a bias and irchayma, so I'll say, you know what? Let's prove it. Let's learn it out from selling as deachuza. So there, when you sell as deachuza, you can redeem it from the buyer forever, and And still, the halacha there is that it can you can't borrow and you can't uh, uh, redeem it halfway. So I should say that the same should apply to when you makdish the hektish. It could also be redeemed forever, but still, it should be the same like selling the deachuza that you can't redeem it halfway. But then you're going to ask me on that, which is a svara the Gemara brought before already. When you sell a property, so here we see that the Torah weakens the Kayach because you can't redeem it right away. 
The halacha is when you sell a property, only after two years could you redeem it. So how could I learn out hektish, being maktish hasteachuzah from meich hasteachuzah? By hektish you can redeem it any time. You can redeem it right away. So meich buys bebateri chaim yichiyach. So then you'll say, let's go back to the other case that we wanted to learn out from. When you sell a house in the Yechayimah, over there it doesn't have that limitation that you have to wait two years. You can redeem it right away. But then on the other hand, you're going to tell me that when you sell a house in the Yechayimah, you can't learn out from there either, because over there also it shows in a Hurak that you can't redeem it for more than a year. So Hektish can't be compared to either one of these. Says the Gemara, and Chazar Adin, so now, like every Tzad the point of a Tzad is when you have a certain Svara, in our case, a Hura Koychay, that applies to Irchayma, Bayis Nirchayma, and you have a Hura Koychay that applies to selling as Deachuzah, but they're not the same Hura Koychay, it's not the same thing. So then I say, they're, they're not exactly the same Svara, and therefore, the concept of a Tzad is, if they're not the same, then they're not the cause of the Din. So what is the cause of it? There has to be something else. It has to be a common denominator. So, and I say as follows, and the common denominator of all th- things over here is Shinigalah. That we see over here, they could be redeemed. Whether you're selling a Steachosa, whether you're Maktash a Steachosa, whether you're they could all be redeemed. And But you can't borrow to redeem, and you can't borrow half, and you can't uh, redeem halfway. So Afani Avi, so again, the Tzadashav, actually, we're learning out from the two. We're learning out from the two of Ba'is Yechayma, and from Moichas Deachuzah, so just like over there, you can't redeem halfway. So Maktish, so too when you are Maktish a Steachuzah and you want to redeem it, Shiniga, it also could be redeemed. But Vein Loi Vegayel you can't borrow to redeem and you can't redeem halfway. That's uh, what I would say, and that's what the Brayse before said that you need a special pasuk Gal Yigal to say that you could redeem from Hektish halfway. Now on this tzadashave, Amalei Mazut Rebbe the Rav Mori Leravine. So there's still a question, there's still a pircha on this tzadashave as well. Ikele Mifrach, we could refute this comparison here. Malat tzadashave shubehen. These two that we're trying to learn out from the Meichas Deachuza and the Meichas Bais Barichayma, Shekain Hura Kaycham. They have both the same thing that shows in a weakness of them being able to be redeemed. Ligal B'Shanashnia. In the second year, both of them can't be redeemed. That's because. In the Ba'is Bir you only have one year to, be, to redeem it. So by the second year, you can't redeem it anymore. And by the Meichas Dei you have to wait two years until you redeem it. So in the second year, you also can't redeem it. Time of Magdish, on the other hand, when you Magdish a property to Egdish, you could always redeem it, including the second year. So you can't learn out from them to say that just like they have this weakness that you can't redeem halfway, that by Magdish, you also shouldn't be able to redeem halfway. So Ravina answered him, because I'll bring in a third case from where we're learning out for this Tzad HaShav. We're not going to learn just from two, but a third one. Evedivri Sultar Goy will prove the point there, which is, by this Evedivri Sultar Goy, he could be redeemed any time, the first year, the second year. But, you can't borrow to redeem, and you don't redeem him halfway. So I would learn out, Makhtar Steya from there, together with the other ones that we mentioned before, that also, but you can't redeem halfway. So therefore, you need a special postic to say that when, by Hektish, you could redeem halfway. Another shayla regarding selling the house in a Yechayma. 
Nigal Lekroydin couldn't be redeemed by relatives, or ain't Nigal or can't be redeemed by relatives. So regarding this house, it doesn't say clearly in the Torah if relatives could redeem. A person himself that's old could redeem, but do we allow relatives to go and redeem? It doesn't say. Do we say, Geulosai, Geulosai, Mistei Achuzagama? That it says the term Geula by the, the house that you sell in a <coughs> Sorry. And it says that the term Geulosai as well when you sell a property is Teachuza. So I compare them and I say as follows Just like I compare them to say that if the Steachuza cannot be redeemed halfway, and also by the Steachuza, the Pasuk clearly says that a relative could come and redeem it. So so to the Bais, I compare that you can't redeem it halfway, and also that it could be redeemed by a relative. Or maybe, no, I don't learn out this detail of it being redeemed by a relative. Because in the Pasik where it uses the term Geula regarding a it's written in the Pasik where it's speaking about it not being redeemed halfway. Because the Lashon of the Pasik over here is Kedei Geulasai. Yashiv Geulasai, that is. So, uh, uh, one second. Kedei Geulasai, yeah. It says the term Kedei Geulasai. So that means... Full. Only if you can redeem it fully, not halfway. So I only learn out that detail. But the Kreivim like Sif, it doesn't use the term Kreivim, sorry, it doesn't use the term Geula, that is, when it speaks about the fact that relatives could redeem. So I don't compare necessarily the, the halacha of Abayis and the Irchaima to Asteya Chuz regarding the fact that relatives could redeem. Amalei, so Rav Sheshus answered this Shaila, Einanigal, that the house, the Bayis, Birchaima, cannot be redeemed by relatives. It's interesting, he gives its answer, he didn't bring any raya, but this is his answer. Now this, the Gemara is going to bring a few questions. So, Eisvei, the Gemara asks, from what it says in the Braise, there's a Pasuk that says, That's, uh, the Gemara doesn't quote the whole Pasuk, in, in your land, it should be a gola. So it's not clear what this Pasuk is referring to. So it's extra Pasuk. And this Braise says, Lerabais batim ve'avedivri. That were marbe houses that are sold and evidently also that could be redeemed. Now, what exactly is this ribui? What, what this brayse is saying is not clear. So, my love, don't you think what this brayse is saying is a house and a city with a wall that you could redeem it through relatives? That's the ribui here. We know you can redeem a house in the in the city, but the ribui here would be that you could even or even a relative could redeem. So that's a question of Sheshis that said that Kraven can't redeem. And says the Gemara, what the Braise meant when it said, is Batim, it meant to say, to be Marbe, a house that's in an open city, that that could be redeemed by a relative. Regarding a regular house in an open city, over there, there's a clear postage that relatives could redeem. Because it says, The postage says that such a kind of house in a regular city, open city, is compared to a Zdei Achuza. So if it's compared to Zdei Achuza, Zdei Achuza could be redeemed by a relative. Says the Gemara, but the other pasuk the Brayse brought before is adding that not only could a relative redeem, but he actually has an obligation to redeem this house, this house that's in a regular and open city. So the relative has an obligation if he has the money to redeem it. And the Gemara brings a source of an uh, of, of one Tana that says this. Rabbi Yehazan the Brayse says this. The Tanya the Brayse says v'gol is mem Pasuk says you should redeem what your brother sold. Rishos, that means that you have uh, the permission. We allow you to redeem. 
You say that you are able to redeem. Maybe the Pasuk is saying you have an obligation if you could afford to redeem. There's a Pasuk that says that what happens in a situation is someone doesn't have any relative to redeem for him. So the Is there anybody, any that doesn't have any relative, a distant relative, all the way back to Yaakov Avinu? What this means is the person has a relative, but he's not interested in helping him and redeeming. He doesn't want to go and buy the property for him. So he has it. If he wants, he can redeem, and if he wants, he doesn't have to redeem. So that's Rabbi Shua's opinion that says that it's not a mitzvah, it's not a chayva. But Rabbi Yezer says, When it says you have to redeem, it is an obligation. Maybe it's only a reshus you have, but it's not an obligation. And here, Rabbi Yezer brings the pasuk quoted in the previous titnu. What is this pasuk coming to say? The pasuk is coming to say that it's an obligation for a relative to redeem. So this is the source. We could say that it's going on bate chatzedim, on houses where the Titus says a relative could redeem, but it's an additional pasuk making it an obligation. But it's not a question on Rav Sheishis that says that in a bias in the Ir Chayma, a relative cannot redeem. According to the opinion that this pasuk that we just quoted, it's coming to add that even a bias in the Ir Chayma could be redeemed by a relative. That's what the Gemara wanted to say in the beginning. We can understand why it's adding this word bakoil. Bakoil is adding another case that it didn't say in the title otherwise. A new case. Bakoil means another. We mean marb is something more. But El According to the opinion that the bakoil gula titnu refers to batechatzerim, a house in a regular city, that the pasuk already said that it could be redeemed. It's just coming to add that it's an obligation to redeem. But you're not adding really anything more. You're not adding another type of house. So my bakoil, why, why the Pasik should use this term bakoil, everything? What else is it coming to add? It's not. It says the Gemara Kashia. That taka remains a question. Hey, so Abaya. Abaya asks another question, what Rav Sheshe said. That again, that a house that's an ir choyma cannot be redeemed by a relative. So the Braise says, Why does the Pasik repeat itself again and again? And this is where it talks about a yid that sold to a, a, a goy. So it says three times, yigaleno, yigaleno, yigaleno. Three times it says that he could be redeemed. It says over there that uh, his brother could redeem him, his uncle could redeem him, his, his cousin could redeem him. So three times it says the yigaleno. Gimel pomen. Rabbis call hagulois. From here we learn out all the different times the Torah speaks about redeeming different things. Shenegalis kesederazeh. That it's redeemed. In the way it says it over here in the Pasik that a relative could redeem, and the Pasik goes through a certain say that a close relative, first a brother, then an uncle, then a first cousin, then any other relative. So now it says here, Kolagulis. So it says the Gemara, my love, Batari Chaima. Don't you think that this includes even the Batari Chaima that could be redeemed by a relative, or Evadivri that could be redeemed by a relative? So Afshashis before said, Batari Chaima cannot be redeemed by a relative. Answers the Gemara, Loi, Bati Chatserim, Uzdeachosa. It's only coming to be Marbe, Bati Chatserim, in open cities, or Uzdeachosa. So the Gemara asks, Bati Chatserim, Uzdeachosa, Behediksiv. Over there, the fact that a relative could redeem, it says clearly. By Uzdeachosa, it says clearly that a relative could redeem. And then, by Bati Chatserim, the Pasik says, Al Zdei Haaretz Yechoshiv, that it has the same Allahe as Deachosa. So why do I need over here this extra Yigalenus to tell me that they could be redeemed by a relative? 
That's the Gemara Kedom Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Like Rav Nachman Yitzchak said elsewhere, that Lekarev Karev Kaidim. That what we're learning out is not the very halacha of the relative redeeming, but we're learning out the seder that it says in the pasuk by a yid sold to a guy that the, the closer relative has the obligation to redeem first, and if he can't, then you go to the next relative, and then a further relative. So hachanami here lekod of kod of kaidim. That's what we're learning out the seder of the relatives that have to redeem. Now says the gemara heiche itmer that Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Where was this statement of Rav Nachman by Yitzchak regarding the Seder of the relatives redeeming? Where did he originally say this? Says the Gemara, Ahadi He said it regarding the following shaila that was asked: Evedivri animkeli Yisrael, an evedivri sold to a yid, nigal lekrayvim. Could he be redeemed by a relative? Oyenim nigal lekrayvim, or he can't be redeemed from a relative. So this is a, this is a shaila actually that came up before. So the Gemara says we had before already that Alibe the Rebbe, according to Rebbe's opinion, loyti bayaloch. This is not a shaila. Because the Omar, Rebbe said before in the Gemara and the Kabbalah Chaimer, that that the Evadivri soul to a Yid, he can't be redeemed Be'ela, which is these people mentioned in the Pasik by an Evadivri soul to a guy that is redeemed by a relative. But he does go free after six years. So Rebbe clearly said that an Evadivri soul to a Yid cannot be redeemed by a relative. He can't be redeemed by a relative. But key to Bayalacha Libid Rabbanan, the Shaila is according to the Rabbanan Mai. What's the Allah? What's the Bay based on? Do I say Yalfinan Sakh Sakhir? I learn out the Xedeshava of Sakh Sakhir, the term Sakh that says by a Evadiri sold to a guy, to an Evadiri sold by a Yid, and Valoidar Darshi Yigalenu, and I will not darshan the word Yigalenu. Yigalenu is in, in a mute, that only this Yid sold to a guy. Or perhaps I say Yigalenu when it says by a Yid sold to a guy that a relative could redeem him. That's Lazet only when he sold to a guy, but Veloilacher not another Evadivri, not the Evadivri sold to a Yid. Toshema. So the Gemara brings a Raya for this, and here quotes the same Raya that was brought earlier, that when it says Bakoil Gula Titnu, what's this pasuk referring to? So the Raya said Lerabes Batim. And before the Gemara explained, it could be referring to Bati Arichayma or to Bati Chatzerim. And then the Brayas also said, Ve'evedivri. It's coming to say that an Evedivri could be redeemed as well. So my love, Bati Arichayma, as we said before, the Bati means Bati Arichayma. And when it says Ve'eved, what does that mean? Ve'evedivri anim kali Yisrael, Ve'evedivri sold to a Yid, could also be redeemed by relatives. That's what this posse is coming to be, Marbe. Says the Gemara Lloyd, there's no Raya from here. Because I could say what it means when it says Eved Ivri, it means Eved Ivri Anim Kalakum. Eved Ivri sold to a guy, and that he could be redeemed by a relative. Frek the Gemara, but Eved Ivri Anim Kalakum, the head Yiksiv Bey. Over there, the Pasuk clearly says, Oi doi doi, Oi ben doi doi, his uncle or his cousin is redeeming him. Why do we need another Pasuk to say that a relative redeems him? Answers the Gemara, Hahu We need an extra Pasuk to say that a relative has an obligation to redeem. Uh, the yid that sold to a uh, guy. And here the Gemara adds, Yeshua. And even Rabbi Yeshua would agree to this, that it's an obligation. Before in the Gemara regarding a property that's sold, Rabbi Yeshua held it's not an obligation. You have the ability to redeem. But here Rabbi Yeshua would agree, in order for this yid not to get mixed and assimilated amongst Goyim, you have obligation, a relative has obligation to redeem him. Another eye, the Gemara again brings it back, the price that was brought before. In the Pasuk, when it speaks about the Evadivri soul to a guy, it says three times Yigaleno, the rabbis call a All the different things that the Torah speaks about that could be redeemed is redeemed like over here it says in this Pasuk. So, my love, don't you think it's coming to include also? 
So that's even Avadir, he's sold to a Yid, same like the Gemara said before. So the Gemara answers again, the same answer, Loi Batei Chatseirim, it's referring to houses in open cities, Esteachuzah, and Esteachuzah. Not the Avadir, he's sold to a Yid, he can't be redeemed by a relative. In fact, the Gemara, Batei Chatseirim, Had Yiksibu, there the Torah clearly says that Asteya Oretz Yechoshev, that it's compared to the Esteachuzah, that it could be redeemed by a relative. Here's what Rav Nachman Yitzchak also said. This is the original statement. Where Rav Nachman Yitzchak said that we're not learning out the fact that a relative could redeem. We're learning out the fact that it goes in the order that the Pasuk said. That you start with a closer relative and if he can't, then a further relative redeems. Going back to the Mishnah. So so he gets acquired to his master by Ritziah, which is piercing the ear. Clear pasuk that you pierce his ear and then he gets acquired to his master until yovel. The pasuk says that there he serves his master till yovel. means but he doesn't serve not the son or the daughter. And when it says it means until until yovel. We learn the details about how this ritzia, the piercing of the ear, is done. Marzeya, when it says in the pasuk of Marzeya, Marzeya, it's only this tool that's made for piercing an ear, some kind of a metal tool made for this. It says in other Rishana, this is also used for leather, making shoes, a certain kind of tool, specific Marzeya for this. But minayin soil. How do I know I can include also a soil which is some kind of a wooden utensil that's sharp? Or vasira, as she says, there's a thorn. Or vamachat, a needle. Vamikadeyach, or a big uh, um, drill. Vamikmachtev, which is what's used to engrave. So these are not made to pierce an ear. But how, how do I know that I can do the mitzvah of the piercing, or this, this uh, to acquire through this piercing with any of these? Tamud loyma v'lokachta. In the Pasuk there it says, by Marzeya, that the lashon of the pasuk. One second, it says the v'lakachta es hamarzeya. V'lakachta means the rabbi is called davish shenikach peyad. Any tool that you could take into your hands. Divrei Rabbi Yosi by Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi says no. Ma marzeya miyuchat shal matches. This marzeya is a metal utensil. Av kol shal matches. You could only use a metal utensil. Dover acher another pshat in this brayse. Hamarzeya when it says in the pasuk hamarzeya lo havi hamarzeya gadol. It has to be a large marzeya. For this, this metal tool that's used for this piercing, it has to be a unique large one. I will soon explain how you learn it out. When they do the piercing of the ear, so they pierce at the bottom, which is called the, uh, the earlobe, right? Is that the... Huh? Now what it's called in English? I got it right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the bottom of the ear. The Chachamim say, no, we don't pierce the, the milsa, the soft part of the ear. Because we know, and as the Gemara soon is going to bring the, the source for this, that an Eved Divri, which is a Kayin, cannot, his ear cannot be pierced. And the reason for it is, because then he becomes a Balmum and he can't go back to do Veda. So if you say that you pierce the soft part of the ear, <laughs> so why are we saying that you can't pierce his ear because he becomes a bamum? That part of the ear, if it's pierced, is not considered to be a mum. He's pierced on higher up in the ear, where the part of the ear which is harder, tougher, and over there, as the Gemara says in Bechayris, he does become a bamum there. 
Okay, so therefore we see, okay, so the machlek is in the location exactly which part of the ear is pierced. Okay, so now the Gemara will explain this entire b'raisa. First of all, what's the machlekes that we had in the beginning of the b'raisa regarding what utensil is used here for the ritzia? Tanakama said, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi said, you can use all kinds of utensils, metal, wood. Rabbi said it has to be dafke metal. Says the Gemara, the Rabbi darish kloli uprati. Rabbi darshins the pasik with a klal of prata klal. Now the way a klal of prata klal works is that even though you have a klal which is coming to be marbe, but whatever you bring marbe has to be ke'en haprat, has to be similar to the prat. So therefore, now what's the klal of prata klal that I have over here? Vilakachta, you take anything, it says klal. Then it says marzeya, so that's something specific. It's saying it has to be this this piercing tool. That's the prat. Then when it says Ba'oznayu Badeles, that's Chazavakala, that's another cloud. It's interesting how this is another cloud because Lachayra Ba'oznayu Badeles is just referring to the ear and to the door. So some say that you have to add over here into the Gemara, the Vlashan of the Pasik, where it actually says Vinasata. Vinasata Be'ozna Ba'oznayu Badeles. That Vinasata is the other cloud. So Klal, Uprat, Klal, Iyatadon, Ela, Kena Prat. So therefore, well, even though we're marbe, but it has to be similar to the prat. Ma prat mufurishal matches. So just like what's specified in the pasuk is metal, afkol shal matches. So even though we're marbe, other things because of the klal, but it has to be similar. It has to be metal. Rabbi Yosi darshins ribuy miyuti. Rabbi Yosi darshins the pesukim differently. He darshins ribuy miyut. Now, if you darshin ribuy miyut, so then the way you darshin it is there's a ribuy, there's a miyut, there's another ribuy. You really marbe everything. The only thing that you mamayit is is one thing. Otherwise, you marb everything. It doesn't have to just be kena prat. So therefore, here we say, well, lakachta riba. Lakachta means everything. Marzeya miyit. Marzeya means only this marzeya. <laughs> now, when it says Bosni v'badel as chosa v'riba, so we marb everything. Riba, umiyit v'riba. That's how you understand the pasuk. So riba kol. You marb everything. So my rabbi, rabbi kolmili. We marb. You can use any tool. It doesn't have to be just metal. It could be even wood. It could even be a thorn. My miyit. So, but there has to be one miyit. So what is it that you're memayit? Miyit sam. It's memayit. If you have some kind of sam, some kind of potion that will pierce the ear, that can't be used. Now, by to the b'raisa, mamar, the tan and the b'raisa said, ha marzeya, lohovi marzeya, godl. Said you have to use a unique, large marzeya. My mashma, where did you see it in the posik? Kedal marav, as the rav said, regarding another posik, when it says, ha yerech, says regarding the is of gidanoshe, that's ha miyumenesha bi yerech. The stronger one, the right, only the is of gidanoshe is only on the right yerech. It means there has to be a unique Marzeya, a large Marzeya. Only one thing, I mean. Uh, could be, could be. Because the Marzeya. Because the Marzeya. Right. So it has because to be Dafke. It says S and Okay, could be, could be, could be. So Marzeya. Amar Abel said, that you do the ritzia, the soft part of the ear, that no, is no, we know that every that's a kayin cannot do ritzia because he becomes a balmum, so it has to be higher up in the air. So what's the source of this? So no, what happens if he becomes a balmum? But the Pasik says regarding this evidivri, even the nirza. When he leaves by Yoivel, that that he has to go back to his family. What does it mean, go back to the family regarding a Kayin? He goes back to the status that he had before in his family, that he was a Kayin, that's not a Balmum, and he's able to serve in the base of Mikdash. So now in connection to this, another child was asked regarding an Evadivri, that's a Kayin. Evadivri Kayin, Ma'o She'yimsu Le'Rabi Shifcha Kananis. 
Can his master give him to marry the Shifcha Kananis? What's the basis of this Shaila? Do I say on one hand, Chiddushu? The whole concept that a Yid could marry a Shifcha Kananis, a Goy, the whole thing is a Chiddush. So if it's a Chiddush, even though usually it's also for you to marry, even a Yisrael, so I say, Loishna Kainim, Loishna Yisrael. So this Hetah, this special Chiddush is for Kainim and Yisrael as well. Or I should say, no, you can't compare. Shani Kainim, Hoyal Viribe, Ben Akasav, Mitzvah Sisaitis. We know Kainim have extra Mitzvahs, and even over here, regarding who they can marry. Can marry a Zayna, Grusha, and so on. So Rav says, Mutter, that the Kayin, the Avadivri Kayin, could marry a Shifcha Kananas. Shmuel Oma Osser. Shmuel says it's Osser. Oma le Rav Nachman le Rav Ono. So Rav Nachman tells Rav Ono, Ki Yavisu, Be Mar Shmuel, when you were learning by Shmuel, and he said this halacha, that the Master is not allowed to give him a Shifcha Kananas, Be is Komudri Italalisu. You are playing with cards. That's what Hashi says. Which basically means it's an expression that you weren't really paying attention to what he was saying. Because if you were, you should have asked him the following obvious question. Why didn't you ask him on this that he said? That it's also for, for the, the Kayin, Evadiri, to marry the Shifcha Kananis. Ask him from the following over here. The Chachamim say, So you know why an Evadiri Kayin cannot have Ritzia piercing of the ear done? If because then he's going to become a Balmum and he can't go back to his family the way he was before. But now, Vim Taima, ain't Rabbi Moisla Shifcha Kananis. If you're going to say, like, Rab, like Shmuel says, that the, the master can't give him to marry Shifcha Kananis, so then, typically, so then it's simple why there's no Ritzia that applies to Evadivri Kain. Because what does the Pasik say when Evadivri says he wants to remain with his master? To be, you know, a hafti, a it's only if he got married to Shifcha Kananis and he says he wants to stay with his family that he now has, his wife and his children that he has over here. And Veleke, if I have an Ivri Kayin, you cannot do Ritziah, so he can't say that. So the whole concept of Ritziah doesn't even begin. So that's what he should have asked Shmuel. The Gemara concludes in this Suloi Midi. Nothing else should, could be said about this. And the Gemara doesn't give any answer to this question. So since we brought up over here, this Shaila regarding the Evadivri, the Kayin, where he can marry a Shifcha Kananis, so the one asks a similar Shaila regarding a Yifas Toyar. So he boy, Elohu, Kayin, Ma'o be Yifas Toyar. Could a Kayin marry Yifas Toyar, which is the Allah, the Pasuk says in the beginning of Parshish Kiseitse, that a Goya, a, a non-Jewish woman, a Yifas Toyar, that he finds in wartime and he brings her home, he's allowed to be with her, he's allowed to marry her. So could, does that apply to a Kayin as well? So do I say, Chiddushu, the whole concept of Eishas Yifas Toyer is a Chiddush, Loishna Kayin, Veloishna Yisrael, so it applies to a Kayin like Yisrael. Oidel me, Shani Kayinim, Kayinim are still different, Hoyel Ribe Ben Mitzvah Yisraelis, since there are extra mitzvahs by them. So over here again, Rav and Shmuel argue, Rav Omar Mutter, and Shmuel Omar Osa. Now the Gemara here brings two versions in what exactly the Machleikis of Rav and Shmuel is. So Rav says, again, uh, sorry, the, the first version is regarding the first time to have a relation with this Everybody's going to agree that it's allowed. Because the Taira is allowing this man because of the Taiva and we don't want it to be over on the Isser. The Taira knows, the Ebesh knows he can't hold back. So the Ebesh was mad at it. So that's even for a Kayin. But the question is if you can marry her and be with her later again. Rav Omar, even for the second time, it's still Mutter and Shmuel Omar, so Shmuel says it's also. The Gemara explains, Rav Omar because once he was with her once, so then he, so we see that the Kain has already lived with her, so he can remain. Shmuel Omar, but Shmuel says no, but he's, it's also later on because the Ha'avi Yolagiyaitis. 
True, the Torah was matter the first time because of Debra Torah Kenega Yetzahara, but she has the status of a Giyaitis. And the Giyaitis, Lekayin, Loi Chazia. A Kayin is not allowed to marry a Giyaitis, and the reason is because one of the people a Kayin is not allowed to marry is a Zaina. And every Giyaitis has the status of a Zaina. So over here, you can't marry her either. That's the first time. Yeah, for the first time only. That emphasis over here in this uh, sugya here, it's a big machlaikis between Rashi and Taisis, how to learn this Indian. Because in the simple chart of the Gemara, it looks like that she's only a giyotis after the sec by the second bia. Meaning the first time, he's allowed to have bia with her right away without any gaitis at all. And then the pasuk over there describes uh, different things you have to do. And then the bia shniya, second time, then she has to already be a giyotis. That's what it's mashmir in the Gemara. But Rashi actually says that she has to be, she's already a Giyotis the first time. I, if she's a Giyotis the first time, what is this Dibritari connected Yetzirah? She's a Giyotis. The answer is the Giyotis the first time is not a real Giyotis. It's a Giyotis Ba'inis. We're forcing her to accept the Giyotis, to be Matarit. And that's the Dibritari connected Yetzirah, even though it's not a real Giyotis. But the second time, you have to wait, see if she agrees to stay, and then the Giyotis is Baratzen. But even then, it'll still be Asa to the Kayin, because the Giyotis is Asa to the Kayin, because it's a Zaina. This is one version. Rikadamri, others say the opposite. Bibi Ishniya, the second time to have a relation with her with the Yafas Taya Kula Everyone agrees that it's gonna be Asa. Because the Habila Giyaitis, she's a Giyaitis, has the status of a Zain, it's Asa. Kipligi Bibi Rishina. The argument is the first time. Rava Mamutar, the Holy Divitaira Kanegad Yatsahara. It's mutter because that's the whole point of this Kanegad Yatsahara and it applies to a kain like Israel. Because the whole thing that we see the Hati, even for the first time, only applies when you can continue what the Pasuk says later, that you could then bring her into your home and marry her and be with her afterwards, that you see her in captivity, that you could be with her the first time. But if you can't, then marry her later. So the whole Parsha, even the beginning, does not apply, and therefore doesn't apply to a kain. Okay, let's just finish off this. There's one more b'raith here regarding this halachas of Yifas, Tayar. Taner Abbanon, v'riyisa So the Pasuk says, you saw this woman in captivity. This means b'sha'as shivya. Only if, in, by the time of captivity, you went and you took the to marry her. If you took the let's say you captured her, you wanted to sell her as a maid, then you change your mind later, it's too late. So it has to be b'shivya. Then when it says Aishes, I feel ish, that includes even if she's an Aishes ish. Yifas Toyar, why is the Pasik describing her as Yifas Toyar? Because this whole thing is a hat that the Torah says because of the Yitzhahara. And the Svara is, Mutaf, Shayyachal Yisrael, Vasat Musais, Shchutais, it's better for a person to eat an animal that's about to die, but you get then you shecht it before it dies and then it's kosher. Val Yaychal, Vasat Musais, Nevelis. And he shouldn't end up eating the basar of an animal that dies, which is an avela. So here as well, the tayr is matarit. Then the Pasuk says, shakta, and you desire, and so that means that even if she's not beautiful, it doesn't matter it's, it's, if the person has the, the taiva. Then when it says, this is only one woman that the hat is for, and not, for not to bring a friend as well, too. That this kedushin that takes effect over here, because so here, here's where Rashi says his shit there, that even though she was a guy, uh, so, um, uh, nah, but you, and you're being Megaya her, that's what Rashi says, but you're not being Megaya her Midaita, so it's not a proper Gaitis. But nevertheless, the Torah is saying, that the Kedushin takes effect. Then it says, Le'isha, that means, Le'isha means you're taking one for you as a wife. 
But don't take two, even if it's not two for yourself, but if you bring one for yourself and one for your father, one for you, one for your son. You bring her into your home. That teaches that you can't have any relation with her over there in the war. So now she learns this Gemara Kipshutai that the, the whole hatter is not over there in the war, it's for afterwards. But Taisvis has a whole different shadow. There's a long Taisvis here, and Taisvis says that no, the hatter of the Bia is in the war because the whole thing is Divrataita Kanagadi Yitzhahara. Taisvis has a different shot in the Loyal Chatsana. Okay.